today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Jason. Derek here. So um, I thought from the get-go that just in terms of engaging an audience that the January 6th committee should have started with what Donald Trump was doing during the insurrection. And they did that last night. And I have to say, it was, you know, as much as personally as I had made assumptions and conclusions, it was shocking. To see it in real time. And I, and, and, and I almost go back to this thing that you almost start, just to have started with this. I, look, they've done a really good job, but it, it's, it was so powerful, you know, to see. How his mind was working at the can, time. Can I say that. I I think Donald Trump, and, and this is an opinion, would have gotten pleasure if Mike Pence were killed. Oh, oh, geez. I that's, mean, that's a harsh indictment. I know it is. Very harsh. I, it is very harsh. But when you see the 13 minutes of the Secret Service trying to get him out of that building, and you see how close they came, and the fact that they were telling their family, asking the dispatcher to tell their families goodbye, that it was that dire, and that Donald Trump was getting briefed and refused to do anything and knew about all of this and was just inciting the crowd over Mike Pence, knowing they were armed, knowing they had broken in, watching television, seeing the whole thing unfold and doing nothing. I don't know how else, I don't know whether, what other conclusion to draw. I don't. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack yesterday. You do not represent our movement. You do not represent our country. And if you broke the law, you can't say that. I'm not gonna, you, I already said you will pay. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defied the seat of dust. It's defiled, right? See, I can't see it very well. Okay, I'll, I'll do this. I'm going to do this. Let's go. But this election is now over. Congress has certified the results. I don't want to say the election's over. I just want to say Congress has certified the results without saying the election's over, okay? But Congress is certified. Yeah, right. Now, I didn't say over, so let, let me see. Don't go to the paragraph before. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack yesterday. Yesterday is a hard word for me. Just take that. The heinous the attack. Ah, uh, good. Take the word yesterday, because it doesn't work with the heinous attack on our country. Say on our country. Want to say that? No. no, no. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. Compelling testimony that I heard last night. A lot of a lot of things are getting a lot of play this morning. More compelling than anything I've seen, sort of repeated, you know, a lot this morning was Pat Cipollone's testimony. He's the White House counsel. Uh, his testimony for a long time was held under wraps. He wasn't permitted to testify. He finally did. He said that he was in the White House near the president for two hours, uh, starting at about two o'clock on January 6th. And every single person in the White House, including Ivanka Trump, Jared Kushner, everybody. Uh, and he literally said every single person in the White House, other than the president, was imploring him to quell the violence. And he refused. In a matter of, as a matter of fact, the uh, head of the joint chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff 
uh, Mealy said that he put in a call to the White House attempting to get the president to act. The president refused to take his call. The president refused to take a call from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. This is the highest ranking mili- military right. official in he the country. He wanted Number this one. insurrection to go on. And the president refused to take it, a call. It, so, it was uh, powerful testimony, but seeing his outtakes was the most powerful yeah. for me. The because outtakes, you got to see him. He can't say, this guy is a, a rat fleeing from the ship. I didn't really at, re- I didn't, react that way. You have to see him. I, for, can, 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 I, 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 I want to go back to something. Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. Oh, about him wanting to mm-hmm. see Pence dead? Mm-hmm. Tell me I'm wrong. You want it, Jason? I I don't think he wanted to see Pence dead. Yeah, I, I but I but I do think that if it happened, it happened. Ivan Drago style. If he yes. dies, he dies. But I don't think he that. I guess there's a slight difference between that and actually wanting him he to die. Would he say? Would he say something like he had it coming? He shouldn't he have would done say that. that. Well, he well, betrayed me. He yeah. might have been. Well, I, I'm not sure what the difference is. The line gets so blurred. It, there's not much yes. of a difference. And and you know his last words. Um, when he walked back into the White House after finally delivering the speech to the Rose Garden was that Mike Pence essentially betrayed him. Yes. Yes. And and the thing he cares and, about and most that's is what loyalty. He, and, and Blind loyalty. It was all about Mike Pence. He incited the crowd with that tweet after two o'clock in the afternoon, you know, by saying Mike yep. Pence didn't have the courage. He was inciting the crowd with Mike Pence. He heard the chance. He knew what was going on. He was getting briefed. The Secret Service felt they were going to die. I mean, he shared the outrage of the people who stormed the Capitol. That was the problem. He shared their outrage about the result. Whether they, he's lying in you, his own head or not, do that's you think? Why do, he wasn't. do you think Donald Trump knew that there was a real possibility that Mike Pence was going to be killed in that Capitol? I don't know if he thought uh, that. Yeah. I, he might have. Look, he he might have. I can't. I can't get. In Remember, the he head. was getting briefed. Yeah, yeah. No, he was getting briefed that armed rioters were storming the Capitol, and that people were hearing "Hang Mike Pence." I mean, they were talking they, about they this were, on television. It's hard, it's hard not to connect those. That dots. He knew we were armed and didn't want yeah. metal detectors and the whole thing. It's it's rough. It's not. It's not a good do you, look. Harvey, for him, do you but, think that he thought so far as to say, if they hang Mike Pence, I can still hold on to power? Like, I, the, the thought was that premeditated and that far far. Thinking, forward thinking? I, I don't know how... F- I don't think Donald Trump is a forward thinker. You think he right. was just... I think he thinks in the moment. He was, he was emotional and his emotions... He thought were- Mike Pence was going to be the key to unlocking this. I mean, again, yep. who was he calling? I mean, the idea Nobody. that yeah. a president of the United States would tell the White House photographer, do not come in here and take pictures of me. He knew yep. what he was doing yep. was wrong. Yep. I mean, that's why you say that. I mean, you're recording history. You yep. know, when 9-11 happened, George Bush was photographed. Yeah. You know, I mean, that you, you, presidents just do that. It's part of history. Right. This is part of history. He wouldn't let anybody photograph him. There were no White House logs. Yep. There was nothing. And, and, and I don't know how you, I don't know how you can not connect those dots at, at some point that, that he was angry at Mike Pence. He incited the crowd over Mike Pence. People were screaming, hang Mike Pence. The Secret Service was saying, we can't get out of this building. He had previously I, been told that the people in the crowd were armed. They were now storming the Capitol. I, I, I think he wanted to hold on to power. I don't think he wanted Mike Pence to die. But to your point, if Mike Pence died in his quest to hold on to power, I don't think he's upset. That's that's how I think his mind works. I don't think he wanted them to hang him. I, I don't think he's a violent guy. The guy didn't, you know... <sighs> Do you think he's a violent person? I, I think in that moment. No, no, I just I think don't in, in that, that moment. Way, he, I think he lost his mind in the moment. Although yeah. this morning, you know, a video surfaced, which I thought was pretty innocuous, of of Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer on the phone from the basement. No, that was the, that was last night on the in the hearing. 
that that came out in the hearing. That came out in the right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that came out in the hearing. That the, the two of them sort of imploring building security to clear the crowd so they get back to the people's business. Donald Trump went on Truth Social, seeing the video of Mitch McConnell saying, "We need the we need security in here to clear this building so we can continue on with the Senate's business." He went after Mitch McConnell for asking. For the building to be cleared and security to clear the building. He went after him this morning in the most, you know, I forgot what exactly what he said, in the most harsh possible criticism. And I'm thinking he what, he wanted he didn't want Mitch McConnell to be, to want security to take control of the situation. It's it's bizarre that he really did No, no, want, no. You, you know why he didn't want it? He want, because he, they were going to certify the election. That's yeah, what this no, was about. He did not want this election certified. Anybody who, uh, you know, Chuck Schumer, obviously, Mitch McConnell, you know, Kevin McCarthy. I mean, that is the, you know, when we kind of knew it. But when Kevin McCarthy is saying this guy needs to resign, this is awful. Yeah. And now Kevin McCarthy's in his pocket again. Kevin McCarthy's about to become Speaker of the House. In, in no, I mean, yeah, but, right. you know, but but that's what this is all about. His Singular focus was Don't delay say. this election so that state legislatures can yeah. commit fraud yeah. and do what the people yes. didn't want. So yeah. did he want Mike Pence to be killed or did he think Mike, if Mike Pence dies, it necessarily delays certification. You have to have the vice president there to certify. When I say he yeah. wanted him dead, what no, I'm I, saying, I'm well, coming I just, around. Yeah, I'm I mean, coming around. No, I know. Oh. What, 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 I'm <laughs> say, what I'm saying is he saw... This was a real possibility. When you don't stop it and you have the power to do it, yeah. what else do you conclude? Yeah, yeah. I think he, he, he would think he had it coming. He His decision but, but, but there is the, this. There is I don't the, think he wanted But there is die. the point. He, he, the, he had power. I know what I, like, no, no, no. The Constitution to, gives him, makes it so that Mike Pence has to be there for certification. Without the vice president, constitutionally, I don't know how you certify and the only thing that could really stop certification is the removal right, of the president. Maybe, maybe kidnapped instead of killed. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Well, either. look, yeah, we, we know there was but. a chance he was going to get killed. We now hear yeah, that course. loud and, and clear. And the president knew that at the time. When you say, Derek, that he, he, he felt he had it coming, where is the space between he felt he had it coming and he, he kind of wanted it to happen? Where is that space? There's not much space. I just don't think he is a thinker in those terms. Uh, there isn't. There isn't breathing room. As, as you're saying, I just don't think he thinks that's why I think he thinks I want to hold on to power and whatever I need to do to hold on to power, I'm okay with. Well, that's what. That's why and I'm that's, saying this was so shocking last night. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I want to say just one other thing. Bill Maher called it. Adam. Well, of course. But Adam. <laughs> Adam Kinzinger's speech at the end was oh, was so incredibly powerful, stirring. Yep. And rang so true. It was just. Yep. Oh, it, it, well, and, it, and it will fall on deaf ears. It will. Well, I, I don't for, know. For people who are supportive of Yeah, Trump. but you know, he was oh, powerful. No, 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 it was, that's not, it, that's not speaking who they're speaking to. to. They're not speaking to the people who support He was trying Trump. to speak you to know everyone. Speak, yeah, no, no, no. We should all agree you on know, at least this one point. Right, but you know who he's really speaking to? Independent voters. Yeah. yeah. And that's what it's about. You're never going to get Trump people to, you know, people at this point to turn right. to come around. That's right. not going to happen. Right. There are a lot of independent voters in this country. I will say, this is the first, and I'm not making a... I'm not making this up. I borrowed this from somewhere. That this is the best thing the Democrats have have ever done. The coordination of this hearing. Yes. And only because two Republicans came on board and really held the ship together. A hundred percent. Democrats are so bad at this. They're feckless. And Republicans are so good at this. The presentation, and they needed. Liz Cheney has been the she's breakout been star. Now she's going to be unemployed in a few months, but she's been the breakout star of this whole thing. She has a future to do whatever she wants with the right yes. political climate. And isn't she's it interesting? And, and isn't it interesting that Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger are so conservative. Yes. Yes. Yet, 
Liz, Liz Cheney is one of the single most conservative people in the know. entire U.S. Congress. Th- that's why this is working, right? You have two yes. really deeply conservative values. Dick Cheney uh, is one of the most conservative people we think of. His daughter right. is extremely conservative, right. and yet she is speaking in such forceful terms against Donald Trump. That's what's powerful. If this were run entirely by Democrats, this would— But you know why? Feckless, but, uh, no, no. It wouldn't be listened to. It would be seen as partisan. Do you know why? Because— we're so used to everybody towing the party line. If you, you know, if you're a Republican, yeah. yes. you always yeah. do this. If you're a Democrat, that's why yeah. people are so angry at Joe Manchin. How on earth can you, you know, turn on the Democrats? Right. Because it's always you've got to be either a Democrat and, yes. or and if you if you break, you're not, or a Republican if you break, you're not. What they've shown is no. We can look at individual things that happen right. and make decisions and those decisions don't necessarily always align with the party that you're yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. That's really healthy. And the messenger matters. Adam Schiff could have spoken as well as Adam Kinzinger. He's yeah. a perfectly great speaker. It just wouldn't have been as forceful. It would have been seen as a partisan hack talking about Trump. The, 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 Kinzinger and, that, and Cheney are Kin- essential. They're the linchpins to this working. Kinzinger my, had shades of Barack Obama speaking last night. Because of who he is, though, right? I don't know. He that, felt it was it. awesome. I don't want to take anything away from him. I just, I just want to. The, I think the, we're all on the same page yeah, on this. The yeah. point okay. it works is he's that. Guy. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless from researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience. Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. <sighs> okay, um, gosh. <laughs> um, le- let's talk about Amber Heard for a minute. What a ridiculous appeal. I don't understand. Gotta play the hand you're dealt. No. It's I the think, only hand she I think has. Okay, so let's explain. Okay, so Amber Heard now is actually appealing the jury verdict. So all of the stuff that we've covered about this juror coming on the scene who uh, was the son rather than the father who got summoned, those were post-trial motions. After the verdict, you try to say, hey, all this stuff went wrong. Undo the verdict. Give me a new trial. Now all that's done. The post-trial motions are over. She has now filed an appeal where she goes to an appellate court and presents what she sees as flaws in the lower court in allowing these things to go before the jury. Uh, that should result in a new trial or reversal of the verdict. We don't know exactly what she's saying in there, but here's her comment about what her, because all we have is the notice. We don't have the brief yet. We believe the court made errors that prevented a just and fair verdict consistent with the First Amendment. So it sounds like she's saying the 
types of questions that were presented to the jury should have never gone before the jury They're because they were within the ambit no. of my First Amendment no, no, right. No, no, no. They're saying there should, she's saying there should never have been a jury trial. There should never have been a right. trial, period. Same that, thing. Well, no. That, and it's not that it shouldn't go before the jury. It's that there should be no trial because she's saying that what I said in the Washington Post was simply freedom of speech. Right. I should have won on summary judgment or, or motion right. to dismiss. So, 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 right. Yes. So, so she's arguing the First so Amendment. It's important for folks to everybody to understand that the First Amendment runs, it gives you absolute right to say whatever you want until you get to certain points, right? Fire in a crowded theater, you have a First Amendment right to speak until it puts people in a clear and present danger. You have a First Amendment right to speak until, another one is, until you lie, until you say something false. And that's defamation. And there's other elements false, to defamation. Yeah, that, that that tends to subject people to scorn and ridicule, she, which it did with Johnny Depp. Right, but right. she says that what I said was not by the legal standard defamatory. And regardless of what a jury said, a jury doesn't get to determine what by a legal standard That's is right. defamatory. They get to see whether she said it and whether it caused damage. Is there any, is there any and the standard, merit? And the way, is, for public figures is that has to be malicious. Right, they needed right. to find Is there any merit in what she I said? I think there's, there's some, and Derek and I have talked about this at length, that the statements that he alleged she made that resulted in the finding of defamation were not really factual statements she never said Johnny I, Depp I, hit me. I, I know. She never susceptible said of disproving as if, a fact. If she said shmani shmep would that have made a difference? No, no, no. There's case law on that. And, and, and by there's the way, I, 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 but it's clear she's talking about Johnny Depp. It's, it's, it's not that she's not talking about Johnny yes. Depp. She never says he hit me, though. She said, I am the... Victim of domestic violence. Well, I think she said, yes. as a, I'm a survivor. Survivor, a survivor of domestic violence. But she never identifies him in that statement. I know. But, and she also doesn't say, on June 10th, he slapped me across the face, which would be a fact factual statement that can be disproven as defamatory. That's not the way the op-ed read. The op-ed read in very generalized terms about survivors and, and the importance of speaking out. Look, she might have something. We're, we're, she, we're making a very got, picky and legal point. I think I she's think got the nothing. Cha the chance that she overcome, overturns is, is close to zero. Yeah. But I, I, so I want to give you an argument. Yeah. I want to give you an argument. I realize this would probably not fly, but if you got to choose something, because I think the First Amendment thing is ridiculous. Okay. So... What if, what if, and I realize going in, this is probably not going to fly, but what if their, her lawyer said, look, this was a trial like O.J. Simpson. You knew that there was going to be massive publicity. And if you didn't know it, by the time you started jury selection, you clearly knew it because you saw everybody was covering it. And all of a sudden, on social media and especially TikTok, people were going nuts. You should have said the judge should have sequestered that jury the way they sequestered them in O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson was a nine-month trial, and that jury was sequestered. This was much less time. It wouldn't have been as onerous, but it was necessary to preserve the integrity of the jury because of what was going on in social media, and especially TikTok. And nothing was objective. Everybody had point of view, and the point of view was, to, was clearly against Amber. So it was impossible for that not to taint the jury. And the argument should be that jury should have been sequestered. I, I, threshold question. Did they make a motion prior to the trial to sequester the jury? I don't know. Let's, because, say, let's assume let's they did, assume so they we did. don't have a waiver I think idea. they might have a, an argument, right? It, clearly this jury, well, not clearly. There's reason to suspect this jury was influenced by outside uh, influences, 
And there's reason to suspect that the judge should have known that going into the trial, this would be susceptible to that sort of same kind of outside pressure. It's an extremely hard argument. It's still extremely. To make. The judges have a lot of yeah. leeway, but I don't think they ever made the motion. I don't think Amber's people suppose ever they made did. the motion. Yeah, well, suppose they did. Then, then I think the, the fact they didn't appeal that uh, they didn't cite that as a grounds for appeal. Oh yeah, but it may, may, look, I, I'm just, just saying in a hypothetical. Yeah. Well, we may see it. There were a bunch of sort of pretrial is motions. It po- yeah. Is it possible a judge would say that in because the times are different? Remember, it's different. Uh, O.J. Simpson was so unique, and I covered it every day. It was my life. Yes. And when I look at Amber Heard, it's the only thing since O.J. Simpson that feels like O.J. Simpson to me. Yeah, yeah. agreed with that. But, but let me yeah. – so this was a civil suit, and O.J. was obviously a criminal trial where they sequestered the jury. There was a double homicide. Is it it's, – it's very – it's extraordinary to sequester juries. Do the judges ever sort of do it for a civil – trial because it's 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 such a it's such an inconvenience I don't remember. for, for I, I, jurors I, to be pulled I, from their family and isolated no, in hotels for that long it's an, it's an extraordinary case maybe this is the case that you do it in that's civil but uh, you know sequestration is a big deal it yeah. doesn't happen often it's extremely rare oj obviously it happened for a long time but that was a big big criminal case so it was a big, but but again how long was johnny a month a little less yeah maybe around a Four weeks. Well, you can find, you you can find your enemy, but, yeah, but I could. think it happens in civil cases, and I think it's up to the it's it's within the purview of the judge to determine that this ju- judge lot of discretion. I'll tell you, it, really, it, yeah, I, 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 I will say this: after this trial, there will be lawyers in high profile cases that are going to ask for this the next time around. Right, because the one accepted truth through all this is that the jury was influenced by social media and by the public. At large. Well, yes. and also judges who get that motion now will have to think yeah. long and hard yeah. about sequestration. And, and there's a sea change now yeah. that Johnny Depp was a watershed moment in that social media was reporting the case. Yes. This was not traditional media. It no. wasn't broadcast media. It was social media, TikTok. It was being memed as it was yeah, happening. And, yes, and right. there's no objectivity in it. I mean, I'm not sure there's objectivity in generally in news, but they're not even endeavoring objectivity though on TikTok. Which, right. which, which they're, they're I, making fun of Amber. Tweet, tweeted by I hate Johnny. You know, tweeted by I hate I Johnny. Hate Amber, which, I, which, yeah. which may be <laughs> yeah. healthier than people who pretend to be objective and aren't. <laughs> well, fair enough. I'm serious. Fair enough. Yes, I'm actually serious. No, you're right. You're that, right. That th- 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 it's very clever on on, on all sides. Yeah. The way media has a bias that they pretend to make you right. know look objective right. yeah. with platitudes like where fairness comes or whatever. But then they say something completely of unfair course. And in right. a way, so it's out in the open. Right. You know how people feel, yeah. and either you embrace it or you don't. But they controlled the yeah. reporting of this case, yeah. and that's why I think maybe at some point in the future, when there's another high profile case. They're going to ask for sequestration. I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. Yep. Better argument. Okay. We will see you uh, Monday. Have a good weekend, everybody. All right. Thanks, guys. 